0: Hey now, hey now, hey now, good morning everybody, it's another episode of the Coffee Schmooze Podcast, still schmoozing, 30 year old, Fort Greene, Brooklyn, New York, it's May, and we're still schmoozing. Uh, let me tell you, I'm worn out by this weather. I've had about enough. Had about enough. It's so windy every day. It is so windy, uncomfortably windy. Like you can't, you can't go out for a stroll because it's just you're getting bombarded with these gusts. And then the weather, it's hot and then it's cold and then it's hot and then it's cold and it's just, it's just too much. It's just too much. It's just too much. It's too much on my psyche. I want consistent weather patterns, but that's, that's not going to happen. That's not gonna happen. It's only gonna be more erratic. And that's and that's why the day to day of the slow burn into the apocalypse will be annoying. Because it's not that society will slowly crumble. It's that the weather will be erratic while it's slowly crumbling. So you can't even you can't even you can't even have consistent weather patterns. While society's crumbling. You can't even have consistent weather patterns. I, um, I had my last comedy show two weeks ago. And uh, six people were in the audience. Five to six people. So it was more like a real comedy show. The first show I produced, there was a lot of luck involved. It was produced on the same night as an improv show I was in. So all the improv cast came. And then um, literally all the people I know in New York, basically, came through to that first show. So I really kind of busted, blew my load on the first show. And the second show was more normal it was more um in accordance with with what a comedy show is where it's like six people in an empty room somewhere but I love it so much I love I i love I love doing it for like six people you know I love doing it for six people in a room it's so much fun And then after, it's like, oh, you have to go back to doing open mics. And that's such a grind. That's such a grind to, like, get your stamina back up to build up the calluses to go back and do a mic. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So I haven't been back to doing a mic yet. But I have have a show next week on the 18th. I have a show. So I'm going to, you know, hopefully between now and then, I'll maintain some of the funny. The funny will maintain. And then I can go do the show because it's not about getting on stage anymore for me, though that's always helpful. But I'm comfortable on stage. I'm comfortable talking in a microphone. I'm comfortable saying my jokes. That, you know, I could always get more comfortable. I could always do better with the eye contact. And, you know, I have a lot to work on on the crowd work. And of course, I'm not much, much of a joke writer, just a very basic rudimentary joke writer. But I can do it. But what I'd have to work on is just my, the writing now. The writing is the step that I really need to learn how to do. I really need to learn how to write the jokes. Complicated jokes, like, like essays, essays on a theme, you know, that you can do five minutes on a topic where you break it down, you know. That's, that's where you want to get to. My my shit's like one offs, you know. Little story, little punchline, boom, move to the next thing. Little story, little punchline, boom, move to the next thing. Which is fine, but I'm not. It's like somewhere in between, you know. It, it's not like one liners, but it's not essays on a theme. And I need to figure out how to do essays on a theme. Um. So that's. That's part of the process. That's the growing. That's the growing that needs to be done. That's that's what you need to work on. That's what you need to work on, David. You just need to grow. You need to grow in that respect. So, yeah, that's, that's what's happening. You know, but I'm in i'm in i'm in grow- i'm in growing stages right now i'm in growing stages i'm um for my business usually i just do uh i was mainly just doing writing for other attorneys i wasn't being an attorney myself really i was just letting other people do i was writing for other attorneys and occasionally I'd pick up a client and be the attorney and you know make decisions and guide the client through the hellish process of the American legal system. For example, the American legal system is so far behind. The criminal court in Sonoma County, California does not accept electronic filing. You have to do everything in mail and in person. Like like it's it's like 1910 and they're like we just haven't updated it it's insane that's insane Sonoma County Sonoma County does not accept anything electronic when it comes to filing all documents have to be mailed so I'm like mailing papers to Sonoma County like it's 1910. That's insane. Anyways, so I wasn't being an attorney. I was I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it. And then my friend Stephen, he quit big law and started running his own firm and was working with clients. And he was. He showed me some different companies to be involved with where they give you clients that want to be, you know, with a cheap lawyer. And then what he seemed to do and look fun, it looked a little bit more fun than what I was doing. And I am all about fun. I just like, I'm just a girl that likes to have fun. I'm just a girl that likes to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. I love me some fun. So, we copied him and started getting clients. And now I'm a lawyer, and I have some clients, and I'm, yeah, I'm going up against fucking attorneys who have like been in the game for 20 years. They're like old grizzled assholes they're fucking assholes and they're being dicks they're being fucking dicks to me one guy i asked for an extension and then i forgot that this upcoming weekend is my cousin's wedding i didn't take that into account when i originally asked for the extension so i emailed him again saying hey I'd like an extension. And he said, sorry, I don't provide additional exceptions, extensions. And I said, but I didn't know about my cousin's wedding. He said, sorry. He said, if you agree to give up some defensive mechanism, I'll give you the additional days to answer. And I said, that's not right. That's not okay. I said, do you know how spiritually difficult the past year has been for us all? This lack of professional courtesy is very upsetting. And he said, sorry, I don't give extensions. Like a fucking asshole. I said, counsel, this is very disappointing. And at first he was emailing me with his, uh, With his underling cc'd on the emails. But then. In one of the replies he took her off. And I looped her back in. I said. I said she. Your underling's going to see someone go at you hard. Motherfucker. Your underling is going to see someone go at you hard. And then. She's going to know that that's okay. That you can be gone at that hard. You fucking bitch. And then another guy was like, another guy called me and he was like, if you bring this case, if you bring this defamation lawsuit, I'm going to burrow so hard and go through all your clients' business records. I'm going to know everything about them. I'm just like, Jesus, man. Jesus. It's fucked up. It's kind of fun, but it's it's fucked up. I said I don't know what to tell you. I said to them, I said I don't know what to tell you. But I get it; they don't want to. They don't want to be going up against a young scrappy asshole, you know, because I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm I'm like all over the place. They don't know how to fight me. They because they it, 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 they don't know how to predict it. But it does, as my friend Steven said, it does feel like I'm on like a 15-foot wave right now with these cases. Because these people are looking to me for the answers. And I know what I'm doing, but, you know, it still feels like I'm on a big fucking wave. And the key to being on a big fucking wave is... You cannot jump off your board. You have to stay on your board. That's the key. When you're on a big wave and you're flying down and you're scared, it's okay to feel scared. But you have to stay on your board. You can't jump off your board. You got to stay on your board. It's when you jump off the board, that's when you get really hurt. But if you stay on the board, then then you, you have a chance. You have a chance in this thing. And then you usually end up all right. Similar to skateboarding down a really steep hill. You got to stay on your board. Even with your knees wobbling, you got to stay on your board. That, that's the job. That's the job. You have to stay on your board. My cousin visited this past weekend. Very fun. It's always nice to have a visitor because you get to enjoy New York through the tourist size. Um, We went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art and saw this exhibit by this guy named Winslow Homer. And I never saw Winslow Homer's paintings before. But I saw in the exhibition card that it was a there was a guy on a boat and, and there were waves behind him and I thought wow that looks really cool that looks really cool some water me and my cousin grew up surfing together bing, boom boom bomb I'm gonna go look at some paintings with water in them and it was such a cool exhibit. It was like at first I walked in, I looked at all these figurative oil paintings depicting people on the, you know, on port towns, on boats and docks and saving people from violent waves, like these really, like, figurative depictions. And I was like, wow, this guy's cold as fuck. I was like, this is icy cold. It's like a real, real specific cut, you know, you could feel how cold it was turns out he was painting in maine you know and that's why it was so cold and i don't know much about painting you know i really only started painting seriously probably two and a half years ago you know of just being a daily painter the pandemic turned me into a daily painter but what i have learned about painting is that like any art form but it's most clear in painting because you can see it, because it's a visual medium, is that you bring everything that's happened to you into your life, into your painting. It's a complete expression of everything you know, your whole spiritual philosophy, your whole life experience, your whole philosophy on aesthetics your your relationship to self and others that all gets expressed in a painting and so when people ask me they're like oh you've only been painting for two and a half years it's like yeah but I've been developing as an artist my entire life you know and finding The purest communication of self is, I think, a huge part. Along with finding your technique. Right, then the other part is studying technique and studying the masters before you. But you really bring everything of yourself to the canvas. And when you go into these big exhibitions of these great writers... Or these great painters. You see everything. You see their entire... You could really feel them. They're really alive in that room. Because it's their... It's that perspective. It's their... It's their world experience. In combination with the gift they're given. You know? The gift. The gift that brings light to the world. So... It was Winslow, the Winslow Homer exhibit was really insane. It was so cold. You could feel like those cold winters in Maine. But then they also included some watercolors of him in like the Bahamas, painting these beautiful warm scenes with watercolors just to balance it out. It was pretty amazing. It was a pretty amazing exhibit. And I'm going back today. I'm going back to the Met. I have a friend who works there who saw from my Instagram that I uh, was there. And he was like, yo, if you want to come through, I'll give you a private tour. I said, say less. Say less. Say less. I'll be there in a jiffy. And so that's what's happening. And, you know, we, you know, we, that's it. I'm going to my cousin's wedding tomorrow, flying to California with my girlfriend. And we're going to spend time with my family and, you know, witness the the union between my cousin and her boyfriend and, you know, go through it. We're going to go through it. So, so that's the story, really. You know, that's. That's what I have to say. Moishe is sitting on my desk right now, going through my papers. The wind is howling outside, just howling. Um, you know i i've been I've been working out, so the body's feeling good, but it's so hard to work out, and then not just eat so much food. I eat so much after. Like, I eat so much. I had a burrito. Last night, I, I did a 45-minute spin class, and I didn't eat all day, to be fair. I ate very little all day. But afterwards, I had a burrito, a cheesesteak, and an ice cream cone. You know, so. What did I, I just, I feel like everything I do, I just sound, I'm just, I'm back to zero. You know, I, two steps forward, two steps back. It's like, I got to figure out how to work out now and then have healthy food. That's the next step. But, um, what a schmooze, you know, what a schmooze, powered through it, baby, powered through it.